By the way, for this episode, I'm just going to be reading Click Clack Moo, Cows That Type. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great story. We have it. So good. Howdy. This is Thursday, April 12th, 2018, and this is episode 70 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What is good, Craig? Uh, it's good to be back. I don't know that you can really say, as always. I mean, I noticed you hesitated, because I wasn't here last I had, episode. I had to build the suspense. The people don't know if you're back or not. That's true. Uh, yeah, hopefully I'm back for real, and this is not just a... One-off. One-off for... For the next I had a one-off but... in, uh, when I, we were actually in Atlantic City recording, right? Yeah, you got an Atlantic City trip out of it. How do I, how do I get that? Well, you, you had your opportunity. You could have had, even had transportation. But That's you true. Chose not to come. That's a good point. <laughs> so how has uh, having a second child been? Uh, it's a lot of work. It's, <laughs> the days are not bad because I'm still home from work, thanks to Dufer Wins incredible paternity leave policy. It's one of the best in the industry. It's pretty amazing. It's one of yeah. the best in the Atlantic City podcast industry, I would say. <laughs> uh, I, I think it might be the best. Probably is. And But the nights, you know, picking up the toddler and then having both, that's a lot. That is definitely a lot. So, yeah, I'm not looking forward to next week when I wake up in the morning, deal with both kids, go to work, come home. Oh, is... Both kids. is... <laughs> So next week, are you both back to work? No, Andrea doesn't go back until uh, so she's because she's off for the summer. Oh right, so, so she's just until, doesn't go back till the fall. Yeah, it's great. But all uh, that daycare money saved. You'll be back straight into my gambling budget. Sweet, you'll be ready to go. So yeah. like August trip, so you can just blow that all before it can be reappropriated into daycare budget again. Yeah, I mean ignoring that, you know. My wife's not getting paid during this whole time. So. <laughs> right. Uh, so just just so the listeners know, it is 1230 in the afternoon right now. I actually took off work to do this because much like my situation when my child was very little, uh, we, we're not up to nighttime recording yet because it's still a bit chaotic for you, right? Yeah. Uh, my son goes to bed at around sometime between like 11 and midnight still. It's when he finally goes goes down to sleep, so... Our typical 9 p.m. recording time is not, not going to happen. But not going to happen for a little while still. Yeah, not too far away from so shifting. How old is he now? S- almost seven weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think Timmy started getting a lot more consistent right around two months. So yeah. hopefully Holden is the same. Yeah, my daughter was – that's when she started sleeping longer. Right. It's just like something clicked and all of a sudden she was sleeping like 13 hours a night. It was very weird. Mm-hmm. Uh is he still waking up a ton in the night too, or nah, a couple times? It's not so mm-hmm. much, but uh, I had some gambling success during my break. Oh, did you? Yeah, because I won our not our. I won an NCAA pool. I entered at the last minute, got my bracket in with nine minutes right. to spare. Right. You you texted me at or G chatted me at noon, basically on the Thursday that the game started, and you're like, "Shit, I need to enter a pool." Yeah. So. A friend of a friend got in, and I won out of 190 entries for 1300 bucks. so a little more than hitting a Royal on a quarter machine. Sweet. Yeah, it's nice. 
Uh, I'll, I'll be sure to report that to the IRS next year for you. To right, do yes. the favor of not forgetting about it. Yeah, I was just going to say, if, I'm, I'm surprised I didn't get a W-2G because it all felt very formal. <laughs> Uh, what about you? You went to AC. We briefly mentioned. I, I did. So it was your I trip report we, episode. I thought. I, I, I could have done it. I, mean, <laughs> I, I thought about doing a solo trip report, but that seemed kind of weak. So. Mm. Okay, fine. Do you, do you want me to run through it? We can do a, a trip report right now. Yeah, let's talk about your trip. I want to hear so, about it. So uh, I, I started. This was just about almost exactly a month ago, I think. It was the week. It was so it started on Friday, March 9th. And the first thing I did was actually drove up to Hoboken and, and met with you. Um, I thought for sure I was going to be able to convince you to come with me, but it just didn't happen. Yeah, no, my kid was like 16 days old, less. He was like two weeks old exactly, I think, at uh-huh. that point. So, no, that was never going to happen. <laughs> but I did manage to get a free lunch out of you, thanks to my brilliant success in our resort building competition true i got you what two slices of pizza two slices of pizza and a root beer i think yeah at a generic slice joint in hoboken was super great (laughs) (laughs) save save me 10 bucks or something (laughs) if if that yeah maybe not even it's hoboken it's more expensive than than down here it's true so anyway i was actually you know, part of the reason I went up to Hoboken was because I met one of my friends from grad school who was actually in Hoboken for a conference, and we were going to go down to Atlantic City. And I actually wonder, it might be worthwhile maybe to see if he wants to come on, because he'd never been to Atlantic City before. Ooh, yeah, that'd be good. And he's been to Vegas like 50 plus times probably, just to kind of pick his brain about it. I mean, I did in person a little bit, but um, it was to to pick him up and, and spend some time with him. I haven't seen him for probably five years, and just show him around the city. So after I met you and your new son and, and Andrea, I picked my friend up, Craig, and we drove down to the city from Hoboken. So I I know we mentioned before, uh, you took your break before Holden was born that I chose to stay in resorts, which I think was a good call. So we got there at about, Oh, I don't know, three or three 30 on a Friday. And checked in, and I figured we were going to be there for two nights, so I would try the $20 sandwich. And it actually worked perfectly in some sense because we got uh, upgraded to the junior coral suite or whatever, the the room with two bathrooms that I've had before. That's just really a fantastic room. But it was super awkward because... So resorts now has it where like you scan your own credit card on one side. So I gave them the sandwich and they just took my license and like the money flew out and was just laying on the counter (laughs) and they just didn't touch it the whole time. So it was just sitting there and there's like people walking by like a supervisor next to him. (laughs) (laughs) But nothing was said. I just stood there awkwardly for two minutes while they were checking me in with the money laying on the counter and uh, I still got upgraded to the Coral Suite. So so it was, they, it was a they, success. Did they take the 20 or no? They did. They took the 20 afterwards. Yeah. I mean, I think they're allowed to say, accept tips, I think. I don't right. think that's so weird. Anyways. So, yeah, it, it, was, it was an awkward experience, though. Do not recommend having the $20 <laughs> go like that. <laughs> Sounds good. So we checked into our coral suite and uh, headed down to Tropicana is the first thing we did. So one of the things I wanted to do with my buddy Greg was kind of show him all of the casinos in Atlantic City being that there's not really that many. There's seven right now. 
So we went down to Trop and had some happy hour food at, at Bar Alon and had a couple drinks, which I know is something you get behind all the time, right? Yeah, I'm a fan. I, I do have to say one of the disappointments, though, is they had changed the happy hour menu. Oh, they no. do not have skewers anymore. Uh but they had some uh, ceviche, I think, which was pretty good, too. And they still had the empanadas and the cheap beer. So it was still a good experience. But the skewers are really what were my favorite thing. So it's yeah, a little it, bit of a bummer. They seemed absurdly cheap. I wonder if they realized that people were, uh, you know, taking advantage. Mm. So that is one piece of bad news. Uh, so we didn't gamble or anything in Tropicana. I just walked him around it. And then we headed back up. And you just didn't put walk- your card in the machine just for like one spin. No, I didn't, unfortunately. We walked back up to uh, Caesars and Valleys, just walked through there, didn't play there either, but uh, just kind of showed him around. And then we went to Piccadilly, actually, for wings afterwards, and had a beer there as well. Um, had, Updated thoughts on the wings, still very good. Still, still fantastic, I think. I think I like them when me and you went more than you did. Yeah, I thought they were good. I didn't think they were, like, you know, amazing. Good, good, not great. Yeah. Not your assessment. Sure. I I think they're they're very, very good. Um, So we went to Piccadilly, and then we walked across the empty lot in between Piccadilly (laughs) and Irish Pub and and went in Irish Pub and actually got a little bit more food. (laughs) uh, Yeah, we just got uh, some meatball appetizer there after getting a dozen wings at Irish Pub and... Uh, still food a bunch of food at Barlon. <laughs> doing the chuck buffet i think yeah. is what we definitely did friday night so we went to irish pub had uh, another drink and some more food uh i know greg really really loved irish pub and yes. i think they were probably two of his favorite things nice. at, uh, during the trip That's after good. that we actually took an uber because i wanted to swing by uh the distillery little water Oh, nice. Uh, unfortunately, it was closed, which I don't know why it was closed still, but because uh-huh. I think it was supposed to be open on a Friday night, but it was not. So we just ended up going back to resorts and spent the rest of the night there gambling and then had even more food at uh, Ruby's Diner, you know, one of my favorites in resorts. Oh, yes. <laughs> had a hamburger at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> at night. <laughs> yeah, Perfect I mean, well. way to round out a day, you know, that yeah. when you have a hamburger at 11 p.m. Oh, that's great. a that's good perfect. night. I mean, that's... You said you got there at like 3.30 and went to Barolan yeah. and Piccadilly and Irish Pub. So, you know, yeah. you kind of had... A lot of food was had Friday night. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was a good time. How so was, we your, woke how up was your Ruby's? It was, it was pretty delicious. My, my burger was good. The food court at, at resorts, underrated dining experience in Atlantic City. <laughs> it's, really, it's really fantastic. So, woke up Saturday morning. Uh, a little bit worse for wear, but not too bad, I think. Oh, I mean, it, it, we, we didn't, it, we would have been really worse for wear if we had gotten some Dunkin' Donuts at two in the morning, I think. As we found from you, that's really the signal that something's yeah. gone wrong. Right. Yes, it's bad. <laughs> burger at 11, fine. Yeah, burger at 11 is acceptable. Donuts at two, yeah, not good. You're headed for trouble. Yeah. I mean, you're already in trouble. The trouble is what led you to the donuts in the first place. Right. So Saturday morning, we woke up, we walked to uh, Gardner's Basin to Gilchrist and had breakfast there. And it was fantastic, as Gilchrist always is. Um, so spent a little bit of time just walking around Gardner's Basin, walked back to resorts, and drove over to Golden Nugget, 
where we just kind of walk through Gold Nugget real quick, walk through Harris real quick, and then and headed to Borgata, which, well, walked to Borgata from, from Harris and did a bunch of gambling there. And I know I, I sent you the text message I took, or a uh, picture I took via text message of all of the free play I had at Borgata, oh, yeah. which was quite strange, but I was happy to see it. Yeah, it's something like $200 in match play or something like that. Yeah, it's awesome. So Yeah, it was great. Feels like we had been shut off for a little bit, so it's good to yeah. hear that you're back in the uh, I was in back the system. In the, yeah. I don't know why. I haven't really played at Borgata at all in a long time before that, So or, or very little, you know, maybe just a couple hours of craps here and there. But Maybe they're trying to get you back. Yeah, I, I think it was more like I had a bunch of promos that were layered on top of each other. I think I had like $100 in basically Q1 that I got, and then $50 yeah. in the month of March, and then $50 for the weekend or something. So, oh, nice. uh, so any w- golden nugget real quick, any progress update on the Bill's Bar and Burger? Uh, it was still closed. Okay. Yeah. It's just a big so, bowl. It's just yeah, so, so we did not end up eating or doing anything in Gold Nugget or Harris just walking through. Though, so we actually stopped in Harris after we were done gambling at Borgata, mm-hmm. and we're so going to check out. Second stop at Harris. Yes. Well, actually, we did not. We walked straight from Gold Nugget to Borgata. Ah, so okay. I, I misspoke. So it was ah. our first stop in Harris. Okay. And we were going to try to check out Veracruz because I hadn't been there, but uh, it was like two o'clock, and it is apparent Veracruz is dinner only. It seems. Oh, like. weird. Okay. Not lunch at all. So that's so two attempts to go to until... Veracruz that have both failed. Right. So, oh, well, we just ended up leaving Harris, heading back to Gold Nugget, getting in the car and heading back out to uh, the main part of Atlantic City where we decided to go to White House because it is something that I have never been to the original White House. I've only been to the White House in the Taj Mahal. And it was just something I wanted to check out. So we ended up waiting in the line outside to get a booth and ended up eating some White House. Was it a long wait? Um, 15 minutes, maybe 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I, there's almost, <laughs> there's always kind of a line out the door though. So, uh, it, it moves fairly quickly though. Thoughts. It was very good. Yeah, uh, I feel like I need to go to the original white house. I always feel like it's so out of the way that, you I mean, know. it's not really out of the way. Um, it, it depends. I mean, if for one thing, if you're in like Caesars or Bally's, it's not a long walk at all. Right. Uh, we ended up just driving there because we were driving back from the marina. So right. I just kind of parked around the corner and went there. Uh, but it was very good. I ended up getting an Italian. I think I got some sort of a cheesesteak last time I was when I was there at Taj Mahal. Yeah, that's what but I the think. Italian was very good. I think it's kind of their signature. You can get a better thing. sense of like how good a sub shop is from their cold cuts because I think they're kind of. There's a bigger range of possible outcomes in cold cuts. Yeah. Like you have really good ones and really bad ones. Whereas I feel like cheesesteaks, like they're all just kind of good. Yeah. I mean, I've had some really awful ones, but, yeah. uh, you know, for the most part, a good mm-hmm. cheesesteak is a good cheesesteak. We've talked about this, uh, yep. for, for Micah brothers, you went to for Micah brothers. Yeah. We went to for Micah brothers afterwards, you know, it's right across the street basically. And just grab some dessert, uh, nice. just cause it was right there and it was tasty as always. And then we ended up just heading back to resorts, and so it was probably like four or five o'clock, and I think we basically just gambled the 
rest of the night, more or less. And then for dinner, we actually went to Eastwind, which I had never been to before, but I'm kind of always a big proponent of trying to check out the noodle bar in casinos because I tend to think they're generally pretty good, and Eastwind was no exception. I thought it was very nice. So that's the resort's noodle bar? It's the resort's Asian. Yeah, we're kind of near the entrance, near where the Margaritaville part is. Yep. Uh, so yeah, good stuff. I mean, it looks, it looks nice. Yeah. It was, and it's good. And they're always like, I mean, it's medium price, I guess, but for, you know, compared to the other options, the other dining options and resorts, I think it's, it's reasonably inexpensive. So did you get in a good amount of gambling at resorts? Are you expecting, uh, major offers, summer comps? Um, unfortunately I've already gotten my offers for May or May and June and they are only Sunday through Thursday. So no, no weekend comps. Disappointing. I I thought I gambled a decent bit at resorts. So I was kind of hopeful that maybe I'd get some summer comps, but didn't happen. Do you know how many tier credits you got? I don't know. Do you want me to check? I can do Eh, that. If you want to. Want to talk while uh, their their tier credits are like one one thousandth of a of a tier credit at total rewards. Um, I mean, the other problem <laughs> is that not you know because I was probably I was with Greg, who's a bit more of a table games player, so I didn't like to get like kind of major comps or whatever. Like I tend to do that if I play a bit more video poker, yeah. but I played table games basically the entire time, so. How is the gambling? Any any gambling things of note at resorts? Like not not really. I, I think the, the gambling was all. Uh, yeah, same rules. Uh, in terms of how it went, it was pretty up and down. It was a surprisingly flat trip for me because I tend to be someone who ends up either kind of well up or well down. Yeah. So, but I'm no, the opposite. I, yeah, it was, it was, I had a very Craig Stone gambling experience that whole, the whole weekend. So yeah. I'm almost always either like minus 300 is, is the, the sort of high end and, and plus 300 is sort of the high end for me, but I'm usually in the plus or minus 200 range, which is basically like breaking even. I feel like for a trip, if you're, if you're down less than, you know, a hundred bucks a night. I think that's pretty much breaking even. Mm-hmm. So it turns out I have 10 tier points, which sounds pretty yeah. pitiful. Yeah. Well, I mean, that would be like a thousand at total rewards. Yeah. I think, so I think there, it generally there... works out to a hundred per tier credit, but it's, it's probably not quite that. I had that all figured out at one point, but it's, you know, right. It's Six, a lot of work. So 600 tier credits at resorts is kind of the diamond equivalent. So it's, it's pretty close to a thousand or it's a pretty close to 10 to one compared to well, it right. actually uh, no. It's so it's it's so hundred. It's fifteen thousand for diamond. Yeah, but five thousand one day. Right. So I mean, the earn rate on slots at resorts is a hundred dollars per tier credit, mm-hmm. uh, which is what twenty times. Twenty words. Um, but yeah, obviously, I, I don't. I don't know how table games translate. But uh, so this is like me getting. what like well still that seems pretty like if it's 20 times it's 200 tier credits sure yeah right that's pretty weak yeah it's not weak weak uh yeah yeah i wonder if resorts is very slots focused in there i i don't know i mean either way it was it was a good time i'm happy i did it yeah right i mean i wasn't really worried about 
getting mm. all the comps. I mean, we were obviously out and about quite a lot. We didn't gamble all that much. Right. So anyway, we after Eastwind, we went to sleep Saturday night. Woke up Sunday. I think Greg had something like a one o'clock flight out of the Philadelphia airport because uh, much to his surprise, I told him that was by far the most convenient airport for me to drop him off at. <laughs> Because he, I don't know, he's from the, the West Coast and didn't have a good grasp of East Coast geography, I guess. But okay. Philly turns out to be quite close to Atlantic City. Uh, so because he was like, he was saying like, hey, would it be easier for me to fly out of Newark or something? I'm like, dear God, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fly out of Philly, please. Yes. That is the only reasonable option. Or, yeah. Or BWI. Unless he wanted to fly out of Atlantic City International. Which is clearly the best option. So anyway, he had like a one o'clock flight, but unfortunately we lost an hour Sunday night because that was the weekend of daylight savings time. So we were in a bit of a hustle on, on Sunday to get out in time. But So I wonder if that's the day that the most people check out late. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I mean, it was it was something that I realized on Friday, but I didn't realize it until then. I'm like, oh, crap, we're going to lose an hour on Sunday. Yeah. So the best weekend to go is the fall daylight savings time right. change, which I've ended up in Atlantic City multiple times that weekend. And uh-huh. I think maybe got even Vegas one time. Mm-hmm. And it's always like, yeah, it's like you got an extra hour of your vacation. It's great. And oh. more importantly, well, what I always end up doing is like, you know, it's like three o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, oh, no, it's two o'clock. I'm fine. And then I end up staying up till five or something <laughs> stupid. Uh, but Wake up covered in toasted coconuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always end up with the Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, so good trip. How did Greg like it? I, I think he enjoyed it quite a lot. So yeah, I know I was saying uh, that maybe we should try to have him on just to get him for yeah. you know for ten or fifteen minutes to get his thoughts. But uh, I think he liked Atlantic City a lot, and I think he likes it for a lot of the same reason we like it. It's a bit more small and intimate, and you know, not as Las Vegas like as Las Vegas, I guess. Did he buy a bunch of resort swag to wear on the West Coast? Unfortunately, not that I noticed. I mean, he may have snuck down when I wasn't paying attention to yeah. buy a whole bunch, but I, I didn't see him buying any. Uh, uh, I, I regret my lack of resorts apparel. Well, we can fix that for you. That's true. Someday I'll go back to Atlantic City. It will happen. Probably not. I know. Yes, no. that's true. It probably won't ever happen. Just keep uh. doing the podcast without ever going to EC. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's oh, kind of what we've been known for the last couple of years, I think. I got my diamond status back. We Oh, you got so it back. Yeah, they good. fixed it for you. Yeah, apparently it was a big, big, big hassle that uh, uh-huh. Michael Trager yeah, that Michael and Trager Eric all had, had to go through to get the Zorkfest winners reinstated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but they did it. Um, unclear how long it will last, but at least my card says January of 2019. There's apparently it might, if I don't go, it might get reverted back to gold. So I don't, I don't know what the deal with that is, but Mm -hmm. hopefully that doesn't happen and I get to keep it. But worst case, I mean, worst case, I have a card that says January 2019, so I can go get status matches places. Right. And I I think it just came out today or something. I think that hard rock will be status matching. So yeah, I saw, was that Mark in the Facebook group posted that probably and and posted a screenshot of a conversation of somebody asking, like, if you do any status match, will it still work if I sign up for their, like, premier member, like, mm-hmm. thing now? And they said, no, it doesn't affect it. So I went ahead and signed up for that. So I feel special now because oh, I'm a oh. wild card premier 
member at Hard Rock. Always a shout out to Mark C., one of our most useful Facebook members, I think. Always yeah. posting the good stuff in the group. He does. Speaking of which, I think we can kind of jump into this. Yeah. So Mark C. posted a poll, which has something like 200 responses or something like that in the Facebook group. Of Which casino are you more excited for? And last I checked, it was something like 100 people were voting for Hard Rock and 60 or so were voting for Ocean. Uh, I personally voted for Ocean, which I think we've kind of talked about this a bit more. But yeah. you have not voted last I checked. No, I, ch- I voted this morning after I saw your note. After you the, saw my note. Yeah, I was your yell WTF. At you um, yeah. yeah, I voted for Hard Rock. Uh-huh. And the reason for that is uh, I think Hard Rock has done more to show me that they're doing a lot of stuff. I mean, obviously they, you know, gutted the casino floor down to the studs and are totally redoing it. Ocean posted one picture of their like casino carpet, right? Right. Saying like, we're redoing the casino floor. And I was thinking like, that looks a lot like the old rebel. Right. Uh, There were some pictures of the rooms too. And they look exactly like the rebel as well. I mean, they shouldn't change the rooms at all. Right. I don't think, but uh, I never stayed in, in the rebel, unfortunately, but by all accounts, they were very nice rooms. Yeah, I didn't either, but yeah, I've heard they're excellent. Um, the other, I mean, I, I think for us, like, yes, it would be exciting if it's just revel again, but like I've seen revel and I love it, but my excitement about seeing the new hard rock and what hard Rock's going to do, mm-hmm. I think still outweighs my excitement about ocean. And maybe that'll change when ocean posts more stuff, but uh, I'm going hard rock right now. And well, I, I will say the one thing that makes me excited about hard rock is when it opens first, I'm going to get uh, a free meal, right? Oh yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause <laughs> I said be ocean great. would open first, right? I, I believe that is correct. Right. I know so, we have a bet. I, I believe that I have the hard rock side. Yes, that's correct. So, so one thing about that is that on April 18th, so next week, hard rock is, going to do an announcement and i think that announcement will be their grand opening date and their entertainment oh. lineup according to the press of atlantic city uh article it'll be interesting to John see what Rossi. that date is we'll have to uh check in afterwards and see if that changes our opinion on which is going to open first because if it's like mid-july or something i think that there's a chance that ocean opens before that yeah i mean ocean's hiring so mm-hmm. yeah i mean definitely i think if they say it's you know july if it's 4th, like early june then i think it's Hard Rock's looking good. Yeah, I mean, if it's yeah, if it's Memorial Day weekend or like within a couple of weeks of that, I think it's going to be really hard for for mm-hmm. Ocean to beat that. I wouldn't be surprised if it's July Fourth weekend, um, which is not actually a weekend this year. I think it's like Tuesday or something. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's mid July. It could really be anything, but they're probably going to open up on the same weekend, and it'll just be like Hard Rock's going to open at midnight on some day, and Ocean's going to open at like 6 a.m. that same day, and then I'm going to win, and it's going to be great. That'd be amazing. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, I mean, uh, it'll be interesting to see what this press conference holds, and you know, they certainly, their first press conference where they talked about the purchase was uh, a lot of fanfare with a Bruce Springsteen cover band and Mm -hmm. all that stuff, so I'm assuming that this press conference will have similar fanfare. Hopefully it will be exciting and we'll hear a bunch of stuff that makes That's, us really uh, excited wednesday right yes yes next wednesday so wednesday. yeah uh it'll be it'll be cool to see hopefully i'm not changing my answer and saying like ooh, now i'm not that excited for our rock anymore but mm-hmm. <laughs> that'd be very very surprising <laughs> it'd be it would be quite the surprise you could change it you could change your answer in facebook polls so it'll be good 
So speaking of Ocean, jumping around a little bit, uh, the big announcement that kind of came out uh, a couple weeks ago, I think, uh, we have a link to a Wayne Perry article for AP, uh, is that Ocean has partnered with Hyatt, and Ocean's going to be a Hyatt property. So what do you think this means, Greg? So it's a little unclear to me what it means and, and really what this partnership means. Like, I don't think, it doesn't seem to me like it's going to be branded Hyatt so much it's going to be part of this like whatever it's called unbound is that what it, <laughs> it's some some hotel group uh that's going to be sort of under hyatt uh it is the unbound collection and uh, so my guess is that it's sort of like they're going to use hyatt's reservation system and have some partnership with Hyatt in that way and like be, it'll be part of their loyalty program. But Mm -hmm. you know, I'm guessing Hyatt's not Mm going to be really involved in most of the day to day. Like you're not going to notice much Hyatt stuff. Like I would be surprised if anything is really branded Hyatt inside, but maybe that's wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't, I don't know. I mean, if it, if it's related to the loyalty program um, that may actually be a big thing for ocean because you know, it is a very, very nice hotel. So getting people who maybe are not entrenched in the total rewards or Adam life or that kind of stuff, loyalty programs, but have Hyatt loyalty, getting them to maybe come. Um, also, it'll probably get them a bunch of marketing opportunity to people who are in the Hyatt right. loyalty program. So presumably it's a good thing. I can't really see how it would be a negative for them. Right. So. I mean, I think the one thing is so friend of the podcast and I guess podcaster himself, Eric Rosenthal, uh, posted in the Facebook group that he thinks this might kind of depress the number of rooms available for gaming comps because uh, they will have to have comps available for Hyatt Club members, essentially. Yeah, for, for points users for that. Right. Yeah, interesting. Points users like you, Craig. Yeah. Get those Hyatt points, get your free room in uh, Ocean. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be in whatever tier is like 25,000 or 27,000 Hyatt points. Um, so you can, you can transfer if you have the chase Sapphire reserve card, they do. Which you one, do. Yes. Which I do. also do too, because I use your, right. So they do one to one transfer link. to Hyatt. So there, so if it's a reasonable rate and you're not getting comps elsewhere there, that may be an opportunity to, to do a transfer. Um, yeah. Are you I excited? This means be... that you can probably get, Summer comps, right, Craig? Well, except Maybe. that I mean, if it's if it's twenty seven thousand points, like I can use twenty seven thousand points for other travel to get mm-hmm. you know four hundred something worth, like four hundred and whatever that would be, mm-hmm. five. I don't, I don't know what the math. Is. Oh yeah, right, right, because it's fifty uh, percent bonus through the right. So that's mm-hmm. that's an expensive room at that point. But you know, yeah. if it's fifteen thousand points, then that would be worth it. So we'll see. We'll see what that means. I'm guessing this Unbound collection thing is going to be higher-end properties that are more I, I would imagine it's going to be a lot of points. But, yeah. it, I mean, it's nice just to have that option for people who want to come to Atlantic City and stay in a nice property but don't necessarily have uh, the gaming history in the city to get a room there. Although I would think if you game anywhere, you probably have some CET availability. But yeah. it's just nice to have that extra option. Sure. Yeah, I, it's, sure a good, people... it's a good thing as far as I'm concerned. And I'm sure there are people even if like it point depresses turning. the number of casino comps you get slightly. Yeah, I mean it's a huge property. I'm, I'm assuming mm-hmm. they're still going to comp a decent number of rooms, but 
I don't know. Revel didn't. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe they won't. Yeah. Uh, well, I think at the end the Rebel was, but So do either of do do either of this uh Ocean or Hard Rock news change your excitement? Or are you still yeah. going Ocean? Yep. You're not so excited about Hyatt. I just... that... <laughs> no, that I'm so not so not excited about Hyatt. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. right. Yes, yeah. Right. Cuz I I had Ocean. I just I mean the thing for me is just I love Rebel so much and it, it's very possible that like once I really see hard rock i could end up loving it a lot but like i think of the taj when i think of hard rock now and that's yeah. not a property that i loved so yeah, that's I, I, I think like hard rock has to like i need to see something from hard rock for it to have any chance of kind of surpassing like them just reopening rebel which by all counts it seems that that's what they're doing well i'll say the hyatt thing and all the hiring announcements and stuff it's promising. They're good signs. Right. Yeah. It makes me more excited because it makes it seem more imminent. And mm-hmm. so, and, and the Hyatt thing does give it an air of uh, legitimacy beyond just like, here's this company that come, came in that you don't know much about. Uh, it's just going to reopen the doors and everything's going to be exactly the same. Like it does make it feel more like, oh, this is going to be a well-run operation and not like whatever it is that Straub was trying to do when he was like, didn't even have a reservation <laughs> system and said he was going to open and, and all that stuff. So right. that's when better. he didn't even have approval from the city to open and said he was going to open. Yeah. Uh, good times. The thing that would make it the most exciting is if we could drink on the boardwalk while we walked from ocean yeah. to hard rock to resorts, to Bally's, to Caesars. To so right. Our friends at route 40, I believe, Elnor Humley, to be specific, uh, star of the last episode of Do For A Win, uh, wrote, wrote about that the Atlantic City Council voted in favor of allowing some some sort of expanded outdoor drinking, which I believe was not a step that was taken in prior years. I know that it usually ended up being split the last couple of years, I think. Um, well, they so just what this tabled the vote last year, I think, and didn't vote on it. But uh, maybe, but I, I also remember some four to four votes in the past as well. But uh, it might have been for something else. Uh, so what does this mean? Um, kind of nothing right now because this city doesn't get to decide the drinking laws. I mean, it's a state thing. But at least the city has put out there now in some sort of official manner that they want this to happen. And we'll see if the state ends up taking it up or not. Um, what do you think, Craig? I mean, we've been loudly in favor of this since the beginning of the podcast and I, you know, and nothing's changed for me. It's at encouraging all. that it, that it's gone through the city. So, yeah, I mean, you'd think, uh, that, Certainly the sort of boardwalk businesses would be on board. I don't know about the casinos because maybe this is one of those things that they see as taking people, you know, encouraging people to go outside, which they hate. But, uh, yeah, I mean, to me, it just seems like anything that encourages people to walk around the boardwalk is a good thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And I, I would think if you are an owner of a boardwalk casino, you would want this attraction to draw people away from the marina into the boardwalk, especially with, you know, you've already, you've already got that draw now of hard rock coming in and hopefully mm-hmm. ocean being a draw. Uh, so it would be interesting to see if we get this like major shift toward the boardwalk, since it seems like everything's been going out toward the marina the last, I don't know, since, since Borg opened basically. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's just encouraging that that this step has been taken and it's something that they haven't been able to do the last couple of years and you know at, the, at this point no one knows if it's actually going to be something that happens this summer or not but we can be enthusiastic and, and hopeful and and certainly this is something that me and you have both been behind since the very very early episodes of this podcast yeah almost what two and a half years ago i guess yeah so uh, i mean it's unclear exactly sort of the distance that it would work they don't want they don't want it to go all the way towards the new Stockton campus. Uh, right. Yeah. That was specifically mentioned. They didn't want it at Stockton. They didn't want it kind of between maybe hard rock and Gardner's basin though. They said they did want it in Gardner's basin. Right. And then they also mentioned maybe having it go down Tennessee Ave a little bit, which makes sense to me. Yeah. So that beer garden, um, that supposedly was going to open last year and never opened the bungalow beer garden. They, I guess are in favor of it. So, right. Yeah. That is actually open now. Did you know that, Craig? Oh, really? The one yeah. down by mm-hmm. uh, Trop? Yes, indeed. It, it opened, uh, I think, the weekend. It either was the weekend I was in Atlantic City or the following weekend. And you would have known this if you'd listened to the last episode. Shame on you. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> so is that? So wait, is that? So that's Bungalow uh-huh. Beer Garden. So yep. that's a different thing than this one on Tennessee Avenue. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this Tennessee Avenue would be Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall. But it's good for do for win personal favorites. Well, for you, Irish Pub, and for me, Piccadilly. So, yeah, it would be good. Um, so, kind of just one more quick piece of news is that uh, I believe uh, was it Stockton College that came out with the report that uh, we had the lowest number of visitors in a long time in Atlantic in Atlantic City in 2017. Um, which seems like bad news, but also, uh, just a few days ago, we had the profitability reports for last year from the casinos, which seem to have good news in it. So how do you kind of square the fact that we did not have very many people in Atlantic city, but it seemed to be a pretty decent year in terms of bottom line results for the casinos, Greg? Uh, it's, I like, I mean, obviously the profitability numbers are good. We've talked before, I think last year when these came out that we don't put too much stock into the profitability numbers. Well, we're I'm more, more of a top line kind of guy than a, than a bottom line. In guy. the gambling revenue, which the gambling revenue was up in 2017. We talked about that in mm-hmm. whatever episode 60. Yes. Um, and it's been a uh, dismal dumpster, to... dumpster fire so far in 2018. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean the combination of the 2018 dumpster fire so far and the low visitor numbers make me very nervous. I mean, I think there are a bunch of ways the profitability can go up. You'd pro- you're probably better to talk about this mm-hmm. than me, and we can talk about it more in depth in the yeah. future. But, you know, uh, lack of capital expenditures, which we've talked about as a problem, like that can boost profit. Uh, you know, there are just a lot of ways to. Yeah, I know it's it's something that I wanted to talk about in this episode, but I just didn't have the time to really dig into the profitability report as much as I wanted to. So it is something I'm going to do. Hopefully, you know, if, if work gets a little bit less crazy, I'll, I'll spend a little bit of time and really just jump into the numbers and see what I can figure out from them. Um, having some sort of a higher degree in finance, I should be able to do that. But, uh, I mean, just just, a very quick sort of distillation for me of this is it would seem that the casinos are making more money per visitor. Right. Which is something else that, that came out was that, there's been, I mean, this was last year we talked about this, but there was a report that there's a lot fewer passenger planes coming into Atlantic City Airport, but a lot more junkets, right? Right. That was a, I think that was something that. we talked about. Yeah. Which kind of 
makes sense for both of these results, right? You're not having as many people flying into the city, but the people who are are coming to gamble, right? If they're on junkets. Sure. Uh, but so I think, you know, that's good. More money per visitor is good, but that could just be a sign of, you know, a general macroeconomic, whatever, like Mm -hmm. gains in the general economy, people having more expendable income, but, you know, especially with two new casinos open, you need more people coming to the city. Uh, Mm -hmm. and so whether that's two new casinos bring more people to the city or whether they just siphon off more of the declining (laughs) attendance from or visit visitorship from the other casinos, I guess we'll find out. But yeah, I mean, it makes me nervous because especially, like I said, the first two months data have been so bad that it's, you know, if, if people are spending more and they're now being attracted to other places, which is obviously sort of the story of the Atlantic city gambling economy. Right. Of uh, course. Yeah. With all the casinos opening around in the surrounding area. Right. Like that's very, very concerning. So I, I'm nervous about it. I would not say I'm as excited by the profitability numbers as I am nervous about the low visitation. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We need some serious rebounds in in the next couple months. We'll probably yeah. We need. We definitely. I would March like to thing. see an, a strong March and April, or like at least a, a couple strong months before Hard Rock and Revel open to feel good about things. Yeah, because I mean Hard the, Rock and Ocean. Presumably, there will be like some gains when Hard Rock and Ocean <laughs> open. Otherwise, it would be a disaster. But right, of uh, course, like you know, resort wide. But yeah, it would be nice to see a couple positive months going into that. I mean, just my impression from when I was there in March is it seemed fairly busy in resorts. I mean, it it had the look of a decent weekend for them. So yeah, I mean, even when we went, when I went, when it had just snowed a foot or whatever, it had snowed. It, I was. I thought it was remarkably crowded and that was in January. And then it turned out January was a completely dead month for them. <laughs> right. So I don't, I don't really understand how all that happens, but yeah, I, d- I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's just a issue of midweek stuff, but I really don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's possible that midweek is just a complete ghost but town. And my, my impression of, of the weekend I went in March is that it was quite crowded. I was happy with the number of people in the city. Yeah. So hopefully mm. that translates into actual dollars. All right. Uh, I think that was all we had. That was a pretty neat and tidy little episode, I think. Yeah. Uh, Sweet. So, so Craig, I guess the big question is, when are we going to record again? If you're going back to work next week and nighttime recording may not be a possibility. Yeah, that's a good question. And you're not as lazy-fair as me about taking off time from work, I think, especially given that you just took eight weeks off or whatever. Yeah, I have basically zero leave. So, let's <laughs> see. I think I have half a day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we sort of went, what, three weeks and then three weeks with, yeah, with it's, it's a little longer than I would have liked, unfortunately, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, we're going to have to kind of play it by ear and hopefully Holden decides he's going uh, to sleep, going to sleep all time. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's some, maybe it's something we can play by ear and, uh, if it looks like he's due to go down a little early, you can let me know and we can throw something together real quick. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Well, it was nice to do this again and hopefully hopefully start getting back into the groove. I mean, I think we knew, uh, we talked about it beforehand, we knew that it was going to be a, a tough six months for the podcast, and it kind of has been, so Has it been? We're powering through and we're making this 
the best six months for the podcast. Yeah, may- maybe. People who have too many podcasts to listen to have been happy. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. It's, it's a common so, problem, I think, among podcast listeners. Yeah. So I haven't commuted in whatever, almost seven weeks now. Yeah, so you have listened to no podcast, right? Right. So I'm my backlog is just in- insurmountable. Like, I just, I'll never get through all of it. I don't know what I'm going to do. Just, you should listen to do for a win episode 69 probably before you <laughs> yes. do anything it should be at the top of your list and yeah. 70 i guess once this comes out sure uh yeah i probably just skip a bunch of episodes of other stuff <laughs> right less important podcasts there right. should be no podcast more important to any of you than do for a win that's true um anything else before i close this down craig no hopefully we'll be back in a few weeks yeah hopefully a couple we weeks. can keep the momentum which i don't know if you can call it momentum after one episode (laughs) (laughs) yeah yes that's true hopefully we can start some momentum uh, and get another episode out in a week or two and hopefully i can put something together about the profitability numbers that came out i I would like to really jump into them it's just a a question of finding time but i I think i'll be able to do something um, but if you want to join us or any of our other very helpful listeners like, uh, Mark C, for example, you could do so at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Uh, you can find all of our great content at do for a win.com. Find our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google play, TuneIn radio, and you know, sometimes YouTube, uh, reach out to us on Twitter at do for a win or send questions to do for a win at gmail.com. When's the last time you checked that Craig? Oh, I got notifications on my phone. We've been getting a lot of spam. Oh, sweet. There are a few that I have not responded to that I'm being incredibly slow about. But, (laughs) you know, when I have a few minutes when I'm not holding a child or trying to get a child to brush their teeth or go to sleep, Mm -hmm. answering emails usually isn't what I want to (laughs) do. Instead, it's just been all Stardew Valley. Yeah, that that happens like two in the morning. Yeah. Let's say I've gotten more than one message from craig complaining about how he's missed a bunch of days at stardew valley because he fell asleep playing it it's happened <laughs> yeah. more than once this has happened twice that i've fallen asleep and a bunch <laughs> of days just cycle through if you had never played stardew valley this is going to make no sense but yeah i'm not going to explain it but it's our podcast so yeah the stardew valley podcast yes my the farm is the atlantic Doof- city and star food stardew valley yeah do for a win farm by the way yeah d-e-u d-e-w do for a win yeah farm. for stardew yeah, yeah exactly I, I note that you did post about Stardew Valley on Facebook a couple days ago, too. I did. All right. Well, I think that is about it. Thank you guys very much for listening in, and hopefully we'll have another episode out for you guys in a couple weeks. So have a good one. Well, when we're, you know, at the pearly gates and they play this recording back to us, before hitting the whatever trapdoor button shoot. to send us yeah, straight to that's right. <laughs> that's how it works. It's, it's all just like Pee Wee's Playhouse up there, I'm pretty sure. Right. It'll be a fun slide down, though.